I tried to convince Lisa to do the intro today. I tried, and she's like, I can't. Not today. I can't. It's Not too much today. <laughs> and along those lines, y'all, we have had a day, Lisa and I, in both like different respectives. We've had weird days, and so it's going to be an interesting recording. Okay, <laughs> like we're sorry. We're not sorry that nerves- we're not sorry. Yeah, our nerves are fried. There's a lot that to unpack in this episode. There's a lot of Bachelor Nation news, so it also might be a long one. Grab your snacks. Grab your Grab bevies. Your There's snacks. a lot. It's just. It's just going to be a lot today, so strap in. Strap in, friends. <laughs> oh, God. Let's start off with Bachelor News, okay? Okay. Let's start off with that because, my God, my golly goodness, Katie and John, they are not being shy, y'all. They are out there. They are happy as clams, lovey-dovey, central, just in a relationship, out for the world to see, which is like... Okay, that's a choice. If that is a choice you're making, then that is the choice you're making. And I don't fault them for the choice. I just, it makes me feel bad for Blake. (laughs) You know, because it like really feels as though Katie, like literally it's like that engagement never happened. It's like, (laughs) and like to top it all off, Katie is now hanging out with Um, These other people from Bachelor Nation who were in the past labeled as villains. Um, I'm sure you remember. uh, Oh, my gosh. What is her name? I just had it. Uh, Anna. Do you remember Anna with the big smile from Matt's season? Yes. The big teeth. Uh Like she's hanging out with Anna. She's hanging out with Chasen. She's hanging out with VIP. Yeah. Chasen was the one who was like smoke show. Tasha. Smoke show. Tasha. Oh, remember when I didn't think that was a real term. Okay. Yep. Me too. Yep. That was a fun time. Um, she's hanging out with former BIP villains, Alana and Chris. What a smoke show. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then that, I can't remember his name, but like the one villain from Tasha season who got the first impression rose, but then was gone week four. Like, I don't know if you remember him. Oh, so now they're calling themselves the villain crew. And I'm like, what is happening? I feel like I'm just in the upside down. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, (laughs) And there's just been, you know, reports of like Blake being seen at a bar and he's just kind of like forlorn because everyone's coming up to him and asking him about Katie. And I'm like, just leave him alone. Leave him alone. Let him have his beer. Let him be in his bar with his friends and just le- let him live. Let him be. A- leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave him alone. Leave him alone. Um, And then what else? What else? I mean, it's just it's bananas to see all this. Co- oh, <gasps> Oh, God. Okay. So I remember. I think that I heard this on. Oh yeah. Lisa's eyes just got real big because she was not expecting me to gasp so aggressively. Um, I think I heard this on the Vile Files. Um, they were talking about how on like the 12th day of Messi was the John reveal, whatever. But they pointed something out that I didn't realize. And Uh-oh. I was a gagged for like a while afterwards. Like my face was frozen and shook at this. <laughs> What? They pointed out that uh, as part of that post, it was like a video of them in a plane 
with John, like a helicopter or something. And John was in the front seat and Katie was sitting behind him. And I really didn't think anything of it. But then, like I said, the producers from Vile Files, they were like, Blake was sitting next to Katie. Blake was there for that trip or for that like helicopter ride or whatever. And so like the fact that she used that video from a time when she was still with Blake to promote her new video or her new relationship with John, like it just, Lisa's making a face. The ick, the the yikes of it all. And again, I want all these people to be happy. Sure. Was this not the most wonderful way of Katie to go about doing this? And do I think maybe she didn't realize the backlash she was going to get? Maybe, you know, like, who knows? It's just it's just one of those situations. Like, I'm thrilled that they're happy. I just, I hope it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope they're long lasting and they can just ride off into the sunset and be happy and all that jazz. But it, it's just been a lot to watch. She's, like, a, wow. she's an intense person, right? Like, yeah. there's no middle ground for her. It's either mm-hmm. all out in the open or nothing. So mm-hmm. this doesn't mm-hmm. really surprise me. Right. But I mean, like, there's some, you know, grace that you can use. And yeah, it's it's just rough that it's so public. Right. And then she was asked if Aunt Lindsay met John Hersey and they have, in fact, met like she provided a picture of them like doing an escape room or something. I don't know. And I was like, okay, I guess he has the stamp of approval. Like, that's awesome. But again, it just makes me just because they met does not mean I don't know. I listen again I wish them well it's just it's been a lot and every time she posts stuff I'm like wow it's like Blake never existed and if I were Blake that would be very hard for me to swallow like that would be very difficult to be like we were engaged and now it's like I never existed at all cool awesome love that moving on to (laughs) Hannah B's book okay so like we talked about this last week but there was another bit that kind of came out once the book came out about how she talked about Tyler C. And I kind of had forgotten all how all this went down on her season because it honestly feels like so long ago, you know. Um, but apparently they, you know, she had kind of had an interest in maybe pursuing things with him again. And like they went out on a date after after the final rose, fine, whatever. They like hung out they were like part of the quarantine crew at the very beginning of the rona or whatever and so and they were making a lot of content right like tiktoks whatever so people thought ooh, they might get back together but like in her book she kind of goes into detail about how he was very hot and cold with her like one day he'd be really into her the next day he would be really like far away and like annoyed that she was there almost like she was a little sister to him And, like, at one point, I guess she kind of confronted him about, like, so, like, what are we, like, what's going on? And he was, like, if you rock with me, you rock with me. If you don't, you don't. And I'm, like, ew. That's gross. What does that even mean? (laughs) It's gross. I don't get it. It Gives me the ick. I don't like it. Um, (laughs) I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. It just seems so childish. Insultingly vague. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, she's in a new relationship now. She's happy as a clam. He, like, dated Gigi Hadid. Yay, huzzah, tally-ho for him. He, like, went on a podcast, though, after this excerpt came out and was like, listen, I got receipts, too. I understand she has to sell books, but, like, I also have receipts. And I'm like, what? Just stop. Everyone stop. Just everybody stop. Put down your weapons and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) It just gets so so messy. Being on this show just seems to equal mess for the rest of your life yep I agree 
I agree. I agree. And anyway, then every single on. person goes on the show and says, I 100% believe in this process. <laughs> but you, you know do? what's messed like, up? Why, Lisa, though? Lisa, you, the most messed up thing about this whole franchise, we get more successes from Bachelor in Paradise than we ever have with either Bachelor or Bachelorette. What, make what does that, that say make to sense? you? What, how does, yeah, like, how make does that, that make sense? <laughs> huh. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bananas. Bananas. Wow, bananas wow, wow. noodles all the way to the top noodles all the way to the top sorry that's a, a reference from uh <laughs> oh my gosh what is that a reference for it's a podcast that i really like oh my gosh noodles ah! all the way to the top and that's why and that's why we drink sorry sorry anyway noodles all the way ah. to the top moving on to oh my goodness the backlash from the colton docu okay have you seen it yet I didn't because my schedule was as such that I didn't have the time, but I read many an article. I was all up on the Twitter. It was very few people in support and the majority of people like given the ick. You know what I mean? Wow. That's interesting. Um, it was, it was rough. Like there was, there's a daily beast article. I don't particularly like the daily beast. <laughs> the name, the name, the name. Um, you know, I don't usually go to them for my information. Fact checking? Yeah. Or you know, news, what have you. Sure. But it was a pretty scathing review. Like, it was very, very scathing. I encourage you to go read it if you so desire. But Can you I give us like, some bullet points? Um, can I? Let's see. I thought I took screenshots and now I can't find them. <laughs> um, I found it. I found it. Okay. So just the title alone. Colton Underwood's coming out Colton wraps a pile of garbage in a rainbow flag. Like, just the title yes. alone. That's Yikes. pretty, That's pretty rough. rough. Very rough. Why do they say that? <sighs> because, like, it, it feels like... Here, I'm actually... Before I read this article to you or parts of it, I'm going to read to you something that came out, like, today or recently um, that was his father's response to everything. Um, which I thought was also kind of telling because <laughs> he, he, you know, because, you know, basically Colton comes out to his dad during this and his dad's like, I would have preferred if he didn't come out to me on, on a docuseries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, according to the New York times, he says, quote, I'm not saying I'm upset about it, but I would have preferred it had been done differently. Um, and like, cause I guess during the documentary, he, like, he comes out to him on a fishing trip while, like, all the cameras are rolling, right? And Scott... Okay, and this is more of the article. Scott added that his son is, quote, an entertainer, telling the outlet. Let's face it. That's what he's chosen to do for his career. Am I going to say it's for fame? Scott said, no. Did he come out on TV for money? Sure. But who in reality entertainment doesn't leverage their life and put it all out there for money? Ooh. Oh, wow. Oof. 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 And, well, let's be honest yeah. here. <laughs> this is such a sensitive, tender yeah. topic for both mm -hmm. parent and child, right? Yeah. And right. to do 100%. that on TV and to, it's not really setting up your relatives for success, right? Because no, even if they're not sure how to respond initially because they're just surprised. Right. It's going to make them look, you know, it's just, it's not. It's not a very compassionate choice. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it's a, 
I don't know. Maybe that's Here, weird for me to yeah, say. Here's, but. here's a quote. Here's a quote from the Daily Beast. Quote, mostly, however, it's impossible to shake the impression that all of this is part of a broader publicity campaign designed to relegate what happened with Randolph, a.k.a. Cassie, to the past and protect Underwood's place in the spotlight. Oof. You know, and, like, they do briefly talk about Cassie. Like, I guess, like, he doesn't deny it. But he's like, I can't legally talk about it. And I'm like, but yet here you are talking about it. And they bring on someone to like basically yell at him and be like, what you put her through was baloney, you know, in no uncertain terms. Um, But and I, I said this last week, I'll say it again. I just it's unfortunate because I think this is a very important thing to be out there. I think this right. could really help a lot of people that struggle with this. But Colton is the wrong person. Like, it should never have been Colton. And I think even part of the series is, like, filming him right after his Good Morning America um, announcement about coming out of the closet. And he's, like, actively on social media watching all the backlash happen. He's like, oh, I didn't expect that. Oh, I didn't expect that. Um, Like, he's very invested in it. Which, it, it all just, like, leaves a very sour taste in my mouth. Because it's such an important issue and I'm sad that he's the one that was at the front of it. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Child. who. Yeah. Right. It's just it's unfortunate that it's him because what he did to Cassie was unacceptable. Obviously, she didn't participate in the docuseries. Um, I hike. He would have loved that. Her just like spilling all the tea and all the facts of what happened. Um, but she's in a relationship now and she's happy, too. So it's like I want her to be left alone. She right. wants to be left alone. Like, she's right. roped back into this now because of him. And it's like, just leave leave all of these people alone. Leave Blake alone. Leave Cassie alone. <laughs> like, Colton, just stop. Like, you're, ugh. or not stop. I don't know. Like, I'm happy that he's, like, in a relationship now and he's, like, set himself free. But it just, there's just something about this that just doesn't sit right with me. I'm probably not even going to watch it, to be honest. Like, I just don't have... I don't want to support it, you know? Okay, well, here's um, a question. If yeah. you don't know, if you didn't know, well, never mind. This, that wouldn't make any sense. I was going to say, but you haven't seen it, so it doesn't make any sense. I was going to say, but for those of the people who don't know his history, I wonder I, if it's helpful. Would, yeah. I mean, there might be some that don't, but it's just the timing of it all, the way that this all happened, it's kind of hard for people to not know because it's all people talk about when they talk about Colton they talk about Cassie you know it's not like it's hard information to come by they're very like synonymous with each other now well because like my sister watched it and right? texted me today yeah. and was like what did she I say it was so great oh no <laughs> she's like I think this will be really important for people who are you know really anxious about coming to terms with who they are right yeah because I mean there but is a I section... don't think she knows anything about she wow. she watched his season, but I don't think she knows anything about like about the, the Cassie stuff. Okay, yeah. Okay, but like they talk about it in the documentary. Well, I guess not really enough to like make it make sense. <sighs> anyway. So interesting. So, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to watch it or not. I mean, listen, you do, and then you can tell me what you think, you know, and then I can maybe I'll watch it and form my own opinion. But like based off of like the backlash from the internet, people were just like, no, 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 and I was like, ooh, and it was a lot. It was a lot of backlash. So, Oof. and speaking it's of like backlash, the real world. <laughs> yeah. It's like the real world, but with coming out, that's too, that's too good. Well, that's not even what bothers me. What bothers me is the fact that he like 
brought Cassie into this at all. But then again, it's like, how do you not bring her into it? Right. Like, but the fact that he's like, well, I can't talk about it, but I'm still going to talk about it. It's like, no, like part of owning up to what you did is talking about it. Right. I don't care if there's a settlement. If you want to actually make this right, then you have to like be the rawest nerve that ever nerved and just balls to the walls. I did this. I did this for X, Y, Z reasons. It is not an excuse. It is just why it happened. I will never forgive myself. I don't know. Like the, it's the not talking about it that bugs me the most. Cause I'm like, either talk about it or don't, but like this playing coy, it it's like disingenuous, you know, it's yeah. like, it's hard for me to believe that you like feel remorse if you're like, oh, I can't talk about it cause legally. And I'm like, maybe, but then don't bring her into it at all. But then people would maybe come for him for not bringing her. I don't, but by not addressing it, like it's a really lose-lose situation. But that to me is where the issue is. Like come out of the closet, tell your story. I love that. I just don't love how this, you know, unfortunately for Cassie, how it's, you know, turned out. Yeah. Yeah. But she's in a happy relationship. So yay. (laughs) Good for her. The Sagu of more backlash. They officially announced that Clayton's the next Bachelor. And I'm apologizing ahead of a time if I call him Colton sometimes. They just have very similar names and they look very similar, so it's hard. <laughs> um, But I thought it was hysterical that they basically dropped this in the middle of the Bachelorette episode. Like, that never happens, right? They always announce it on Good Morning America. Like, that's just how it's been done, right? But they are but shaking if- stuff up. Ugh, in not the right noticed. ways. <laughs> in all the wrong ways, you know? They're, They're like, trying you know to, like, what? surprise they you, I guess. I they know. already know. Let's just play the trailer. They already know. And I'm like, okay, but also, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, like, I so that was much of funny. it is different, right? Like, they've got these yeah. two hosts who basically have done nothing this season. Have you noticed that? They did in the beginning, but yeah, now they're basically like hardly I mean, we haven't there. seen them in... Hardly. Yeah. A few episodes. Not right. like Chris Harrison was. Chris Harrison was like this weird vision quest guide. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like, he yeah. was so involved, you know, yeah. and was just always checking in. And he was the liaison for everything. And he announced every rose ceremony. Right. It's, they don't even announce rose ceremonies anymore. You know, like... Yeah. It's so I mean, they different. It's like they've taken the out... Right. Yeah. They've yeah. taken out so many old traditional factors. I right. guess they're just like, well, screw it. Let's do it live. <laughs> Anything goes. Yeah, basically. But the thing that killed me about his like poster and his announcement, first off, they cover him in dogs. And then his catchphrase is being the underdog. And I'm like, I was instantly aflame because I'm like, I'm sorry. That was Rodney's thing. <laughs> Rodney. Clayton Say is it. not an underdog. Rodney. Not Clayton. Ro- oh, sorry. Yeah, Clayton. <laughs> I thought I said Colton. This is hard. Rodney. Uh. Rodney. Rodney's the underdog. Not not Clayton. He hasn't been an underdog his entire life. Not sorry, once. I'm just tapping. I'm just tapping on the mic. That's not true. So we don't know. I don't know. But he, I don't I don't get the <sighs> instinct that Clayton is an underdog. But okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and pe- you know, and people are upset. Um, like the Blatchelorettes made a statement that I thought was very interesting. Like Uh-oh. they're actually going to boycott the season and they're a really big recap podcast out there. Um, why are they boycotting? 
because okay should i I shall just read the statement to you ready here we go (laughs) read it we're sure the next bachelor is a good dude zero issues with him as a person rodney and nate and other guys that we view as trustworthy from the season supporting him means he's probably not a monster so like i like that they put that out there first our frustrations and displeasure are directly with ABC and the producers of the show and how they consistently choose to center whiteness. They go out of their way to pretend they are about diversity and changing things to be more inclusive, etc., than have the audacity in capital letters to call this <laughs> I don't know how to say this word, C I S H E T Sichet. I don't know what that means. I'm so sorry for my lack Wait, of knowledge. S- spell it again. C I S H E T Sichet. Sichet. I don't, I don't know, know how to say that word. I don't I'm know so sorry. Either. I'm so sorry. Please don't come for us. Tall, conventionally attractive football player playing white man and underdog. Like a when cis? Like a yeah, cis? Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's okay, what they're, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, football playing white man and underdog when he has never been an underdog a day in his life. The world literally goes out of its way to glorify people like him and ensure he gets everything he desires because patriarchy and white supremacy are best friends. <laughs> Oh Our critic, ooh, yeah, like they're mad. I don't get, I don't blame them. Our criticism of this choice for Bachelor can be seen as harsh by some, but we absolutely stand by what we say. We will absolutely be boycotting the season. We will not be watching it or making podcast episodes or any content around it. We will instead focus on other Bachelor Nation news and, of course, highlight Black contestants and leads and other POCs who are in the franchise. Um, which I like. I get. I get that choice. You know, I get it. It's like if you're really. And like a lot, but that's how a lot of people feel, right? It's like, here's a tweet from Yahoo Entertainment. New Bachelor has fans crying foul over underdog narrative in no way, sorry, in no way in America is a straight, cis, white, male athlete an underdog. Seriously. (laughs) So it's, so I feel bad for him because like, I'm sure he was excited about this and now it's just like the entire season people have been talking about how like, bleh, this guy, you know, and now he has to deal with it for like months yeah that's that part of it sucks well it kind of feels i mean from the outside it kind of feels like they were like oh black lives matter okay let's do one bachelorette and one bachelor yep and get it out of the way and we can go right back to what we were doing before and it'll look like we're on board yes yes 100 percent agree but it's like like, you do a bachelorette with like mostly you know people of color and then you choose one of like three white men from the season as the next bachelor Ugh. they normally choose like one of the four one of the one four, of the four. towns or one of the three yeah. yeah uh-huh exactly um so like in that respect i feel bad for the guy because i'm sure again like they said in the beginning i'm sure he's not a bad guy right and it just sucks that it's this is like the directed storm towards him yeah right it's just like rodney rodney <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know. He's the real underdog. And like as soon as the promo played Lisa, I was like, "Oh, okay, we're back to regularly scheduled programming now." Okay, right. cool. This is literally all... I've seen this season 17 times. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yes. Great. And like, listen, we're going to cover it. We're not thrilled. We're going to cover it. I think, you know, we haven't really fully talked about it yet. Um <laughs> but like we're we're we're, we're a recap podcast, so we're going to recap it and if you want to listen fine if you don't we understand we're all angry okay we're all in this angry boat together we're on this together <laughs> sailing down the angry river with flames for paddle boards you know what i mean i'm just like <laughs> rolling rolling down the river anyway rolling, um rolling. and last bit of news is that instead like they were planning on having a second bachelor after clayton that is no longer the case why we are going back to the regularly scheduled programming of having clayton season and then i'm guessing bip 
followed by Bachelorette. Like that's what it's. Interesting. Yeah. They're not, they're not doing the double duty. I don't know if that's because they couldn't secure Michael. I don't know if that's because they couldn't secure Balake. I don't know, but it's. Back to our regularly okay. boring Please, schedule. Let's not go back to Blake. Mess. Like he has had his leave him run. alone. Leave him alone. Let him heal outside the TV. Leave him alone. Wow. Whoa, wow. Leave him alone, guys. Leave him alone. Well, he's done this fourteen times. <laughs> Nobody wants to see any more of this. No. Yep. Basically, and neither does he. I don't think. I think he's no. done with the spotlight and the limelight. He's really happy doing his conservation efforts. I could not be more thrilled for him and his conservation efforts. Let's support that. Let's support him and let him just live his life and find a a lady however he so chooses to do so. (laughs) Good luck, Blake. That was a lot of news. I'm sorry about that. That was a lot of news. It was a lot. I told you. I told you. We're going to be here for a bit. Um, Shall we move on to hometowns? Shall we get in? Let's move on. Let's move on to hometowns. To Brandon. He was the first guy. What did you think of this date like what were your overall thoughts of the day generally speaking Um, I mean I know that they're supposed the hometowns are like come get a taste of my world like this is what my life is like right but there was something about it that felt performative like (laughs) let me show you how good I am at skateboarding and then he wasn't good at skateboarding (laughs) however she wasn't comfortable doing it I was like (laughs) however I have to tell you dear Shandy made a really funny point about that specifically about how he like sucked at skateboarding they were like, oh, my gosh, he's just like us. He also has shame. <laughs> and I was like, I died. I was like, you know what? Yes. Point one for Dear Shandy. That is a true statement. I mean, he did call himself out. Like, he was like, I can board all over the place. And then as soon as the cameras oh and Michelle walk in, I can't do it. I mean, that was refreshing. I will definitely give him that. He got so many brownie points during this day. Generally speaking, from like Twitter, the Twitter sphere, people were like all about Brandon, like all about him. And I was like, okay, all right. I just, <sighs> can I just be honest? Not like yep. I'm not, but. Yep. Today is the day. Let it out. There's something it- <laughs> about Brandon and Nate that feels very performative. Like they're mm. like it constantly in a job interview. <laughs> or like they're being interviewed uh, they're like an athlete being interviewed by like a, a news sports newscaster See, that's how I feel about Joe that's how I feel about Joe I feel like Joe was always like the veneer uh, face well, you know no I just mean in that there's like they're always just throwing out like cliche yeah. catchphrases yeah. and they have yeah. from the very beginning like before they even knew her so it's like <laughs> hard for me to feel like it's genuine because they're always just like I just feel so much for you and I'm always going to be there for you and my feelings couldn't be stronger right now and I can only imagine them getting stronger throughout this this process it's like you don't you just met her last night like how could you you sound like like you've been primed I saw you yeah like how sports people are like we're just gonna go out there and you know we're just gonna do our best and rely on our defense and you know just give it all we've got I feel I just I can't I can't embrace them I can't listen no I I don't I don't blame you for that and there's more to say on that but before we get to it um he tells her after the skateboarding which also why is skateboarding all of a sudden an Oregon thing that's like an everywhere thing but like he said like an Oregon thing I was like this is not wait oh because like the whole point is because he was trying to like recreate like like they're the point of the stupid hometowns is they're supposed to bring a part of their home to her. And for him, that was the uh, skateboard right. park. And I'm like, why? Okay. Why, God? 
Why this park? I don't get it. I don't think anyone else does. Sorry, that's a... <laughs> Miss Saigon, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Anyway, I love um... that you have to tell afterward. Ten minutes... Six... Sorry, Cinderella. That's from Cinderella, in case you didn't know. Because I don't Cinderella. know how many of our Miss listeners Saigon. are... Our musical theater people. You know what I mean? I just want to make... Yeah. I want to include everyone here. Anyway, so he tells her that she is going to meet his parents and his brother... Oh, my gosh. Who postponed going into the military to meet her? I'm like, how is that possible? How is that a negotiable thing? What? Yeah, I feel the like Navy once just you said, go, you go. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. That's a, that's a valid excuse to <laughs> to defer. <laughs> like, oh, ABC? Oh, we love that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, give you two, we'll give you extra week. Like, there what? must have been somebody in his command who was like, oh, that show. Okay, yes, I'll okay this. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only explanation I can think of. That's the only explanation I can think of. I don't even know. But I thought, so I thought that was wildly shocking. Okay. And then we get to the evening and I don't, okay. I don't know why this was the vibe that I was getting, but this was the vibe that I was getting. So sorry if this is a hot take on popular opinion. Boop, 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 boop. Alert, alert, unpopular opinion. Do, do, do. (laughs) We make our own sound effects here on Hungry Roses. <laughs> alert, alert. Okay, so I kind of felt like Brandon sort of fell into the background here. And I felt like this was more so like Michelle was on a date with his family and they were getting along so well. Yes. That is how I felt about this evening portion. <laughs> Can we also talk about how three out of the four moms had red hair? Oh, Oh my god, they did. <gasps> I think Rodney's mom had blonde hair, but all yes. of the rest of the moms yes. redheads. Uh, get, what does that, get that mean? Redhead does love. that mean I that I that. need to be dating a black man? I mean, maybe, Lisa. I maybe. Don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be a little tricky in Salt Lake City, but I'm open. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I felt because like Michelle with with Brandon's dad, like they got along so well. And like Brandon's dad was submitting with Michelle. And I was like, I, this is great. I mean, I wish I was feeling this way between Brandon and Michelle, but that might just be my own bias because, like, the puppy dog love really does wear he on looks, me. He still it looks really... 17 years old. And, and, and she's like a woman. Yes. I think this was a point brought up on Dear Shandy that they thought that Brandon's father looks very young in the face and that that's how that's where Brandon's baby face comes from. And, like, maybe I didn't really think of that, but, like, did you agree with that statement? What do you think? Yeah, but it's also his energy. It's not yeah, just energy. his face. Totally it's like he energy. has a very yeah, young yeah. 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 energy of like, I got to say everything right. And so I'm just going to throw out like cliche after cliche. All the cliches from every Hallmark movie I've ever There's no watched. I in team, you know. No. I'm just ready to like build a future on us <laughs> till death do us part. I'll always Gosh, be I'll here be. for you. I'm like, okay, yep. great. Just a bunch of Pinterest uh, quotes. Uh, yeah. Um, Brandon's brother, though, is, like, the only one out of this family that's, like, asking the air quotes hard questions here, right? Like, what sets my brother apart? Because he's concerned about the fact that she's dating three other people, which is, like, fair, but that's also what the show is. So, like, um, and I think, I think she had good answers for him. I don't know. I I don't know. Honestly, I was just kind of thrown by the whole date because I was like, Michelle, are you here to date Brandon or his family? she did a really good job though she did of like she did of holding her own like yeah. i don't think she ever came across as like disingenuous yeah yeah or you know 
anxious. Like she was very right. confident and comfortable in and all calm. those situations. I was like, good, very go, calm. girl. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? What else? Oh, I did kind of think it was interesting, though, that she didn't really get along as swimmingly, I guess you could say, with um, his mom. I felt like she was a little more reserved with his mom. And I think that's okay. Like if she's more of like gets along with the dads versus the moms, I think that's not like a terrible thing. That's just something that I kind of noticed. Um, And, you know, of course, he says he's falling for her at the end fine whatever they all say that at the end oh, yeah no, we know I remember, I remember the point we know brandon Sorry. you've been falling for her since day one okay we know we know um two points first off i loved how he told his family about her his limo entrance and they were all horrified they were all horrified and dear shandy again was like they also have shame they're just like us <laughs> They were like, no. And Michelle was kind of, was honest. And she was like, honestly, I initially kind of wrote him off after that entrance because I was not a fan. But then I quickly learned that he was more than that. And I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, but the <laughs> other point I was going to make was that, and I think this was a Dear Shandy thing, and it also Vile Files, hometowns are notoriously really awful for the leads because it's a very fine line you got to toe about like not going yeah. overboard and giving way too much confidence like being just vague yeah. enough that you're give- telling them the things that they want to hear yeah whilst also not being like the worst after the fact you know what i mean i don't know yes yes so so she did well in that respect that was i the point agree I was to make. anyway so th- by out of the four this was probably the best hometown so i was not at all surprised that she kept him after watching this i was like yeah he's going through He's going through. Um, yeah. So that that was Brandon. Moving on to Rodney. Oh, my Rod. God. This killed me. This killed me. This killed Rodney. me. This killed me. This killed me. So it's at an apple orchard. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Keep him with the theme. Um, and I guess there's like a type of apple that grows locally in Minnesota called first kiss. I'm like, that's cute. cute but also, is this a tasty apple? I need to know. <laughs> I'm like, I need to know. Will you tell me? Hey, if we have anyone from Minnesota. Hey, hey, anyone from Minnesota. Tap in the mic just for you. Um, let us know. Is first kiss a good apple? Hunger is pot at yeah, to know. That I want to know. Do tell us. <laughs> okay. It um, says. Yes. Oh, it says what? it's like a honey crisp. Oh, a I perfect love that. blend of sweet <gasps> and tart, just like its Ooh. predecessor, the Honeycrisp. Ooh, okay, I want one now. I would like to go to Minnesota just for the apple. <laughs> juicy like a first kiss. <laughs> Yummy. My first kiss was juicy. Was yours? Oh God, I don't remember. It was so long ago. I don't particularly no, I remember do. enjoying it though. <laughs> oh, I no. think it was a very like none of us knew what we were doing. It was. <laughs> I hate to make this reference, but if any of you have seen the the new Jumanji movie, the first one, Welcome to the Jungle. Um, when The Rock and Ruby Roundhouse make out for the first time and it's just <gasps> like all gross. I feel like that's what happened, but no! I don't, I know it was a disaster, <laughs> but I'm not positive. I could be wrong about that. It's just, it was so long ago that I don't really remember. But anyway, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this was the first time that we heard that Rodney has talked to Michelle a lot about his yep. mom. Yep, I feel like first this was time. kind of new information. I mean, I think they maybe vaguely talked about her a bit on his one-on-one that he had, like with the boat and the running around naked in the lobby and whatnot. Um, but like it wasn't, but like the way he was talking, it was like, oh, I talk about her to you all the time. And I was like, yeah, oh. he's like, I'm sure it's going to be really nice for you to put a face to a name. I'm like, yeah. And I was That's like, a little oh, no. presumptuous. Well, not even that, but I was like, how often does he talk about his mom? Like, not that this is a bad thing. Like, listen, if you're close with your mom, that's fine. But I just, I'm like, that can wear on a person. So that was my first indication that 
things were not all blissful in paradise. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, ugh. they do more blind taste testing, which is fun, whatever. But then, and again, I think this was a point brought up on Dear Shandy that I hadn't even thought about, right? He, I was kind of taken aback because he asks her, like, did you enjoy this day? Like, did you enjoy the day? And I'm like, why are you asking her if she enjoyed the day? But like in hindsight, it kind of makes sense because maybe Rodney could tell that the vibe wasn't on as it had been in the past. Right. And so she, he was kind of like asking for some reassurance. Yeah. 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 But like, this is in case you haven't surmised by what we're saying, Rodney gets sent home at the end of this. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry about it. (laughs) Prepare yourself. It's very rough guys. Um, so like that was kind of foreboding to me, but by far like the most foreboding, and I think it would have given it away instantly if this hadn't been the post credit scene was the post credit scene, right? Where like they're doing this like fake ad for a cooking show or something and they have yes. to keep doing takes over and over again because Rodney she keeps looks laughing. So checked out. She looks so checked out and so done and so like blah blah blah. And it's hard to watch considering that like when she's talking to his family, she's talking about how much he makes her laugh. And I'm like, I have not seen you really laugh at all on this date. Yeah, like, like she looks ooh. irritated. This is the yeah. Exactly. This was the one date that was, or day, I should say, that was just really hard for me to watch because I just had a feeling, like, very early on, I was like, oh, no, it's Rodney. Oh, God. I didn't, didn't see we this call happening. This? I we called I the final four. Did we? Oh, God. We called the final four, Ugh. and we both said that we're like, but she's not going to pick Rodney. Uh, perchance, but just watching it happen was rough for me. So... We move on to the evening, and I loved his parents. Honest to golly goodness, loved Rodney's parents. Yes, um, his mom they were was lovely. darling. Yeah, very much so. But uh, she was the one that played the role of, like, how do you really feel about my son and gets yeah. misty about him getting his heart broken. Because I think his mom can also tell very early on that Rodney's not it. But she, like, doesn't have the heart to say it. But I think yeah. she kind of could feel it <laughs> in the atmosphere, yeah. if you will. And, you know, again, I had to give Michelle credit because she gave a really good answer, right? She, like, told the airport story, you know? Like, who do you want to be stuck in an airport with for five hours? Like, you want to like who that person is. And it was a smart answer. Dear Shandy, they were like, did she come up with that before this date? Because she knew she was going to get asked this and she had to be prepared. Oh, 100%. Um... And with with Rodney's dad, it like broke my heart twelve ways to Sunday to watch him genuinely express his feelings for Michelle, like to him, because like he's very genuine about how he feels. But I just knew I was like, wah wah wah. <laughs> I just knew. I just knew. Um, you know, they make out afterwards. He says he's falling. Bada boom, bada bing. That's the end of the date. What were your thoughts? Tell me, tell me. Overall. <sighs> It's just just so sad because he mm-hmm. is so sweet. But honestly, he is husband I material. I don't think that they are a good match. Now, not now. After watching this day, I'm like, where was this? Where was all of this before? Like, I could have been a little better prepared had I known. I think, but I think <laughs> for her, I think yeah. that she needs someone a little bit more like, I don't know. He Here's, was such a nice guy, but she's yeah. so like accomplished and you know like she's a super educated woman and not like he's not but he seemed a little bit more like like your pal but not like your husband you know 
I think she's Ugh. looking for someone a little I more elevated. I think he has husband potential. That's the thing. That's what bothers me is if I have to pick a or bothers. I don't want to say bothers. Like if I had to pick between Brandon or Rodney to marry, I'm picking Rodney every day of the week and twice on Sundays because to me, Rodney's more mature than a Brandon, right? Brandon's someone to have fun with. I mean, he's a sweetheart. Brandon's a sweetheart. I think they even talk about this on Dear Shandy. Like who do you like 15 minutes of fun? I'm picking Brandon. Husband material for 40 years. I'm picking Rodney. <laughs> interesting <laughs> but just not uh, husband material for michelle right and that's fine right um i think she's looking for uh, someone a bit more like someone a little bit like that can match her in that way do you know what i mean i and, like rodney was the you. sweetest but i don't think that they matched in not anymore that kind yeah. of after after watching that hometown i did not think they were a match anymore and it killed me i agree with you but like what again kills me I don't know what your opinion is on this but I thought that Joe and Nate were both red flag city I'm gonna get into it oh but like 100%. I was like you should pick neither of these guys like neither of these guys yeah <laughs> for very different reasons I don't like um, any of these men to be no honest. honestly like here's the thing I know that like if she actually picked Brandon at the end he would every day do everything he could to make sure she was happy healthy secure he would do everything in his power because that is puppy dog love at a level 10. Like, that's what he would strive to do. Is it? It's I a hard thing to maintain, though. I don't know that I, I, I buy it. Okay. That's fair. Listen, that's fair. So, so shall we move on to what I'm calling Joe, Joe Red Flag City Part 1? <laughs> take, us, take us to the city. Oh, God. Okay. So, the daytime portion, Joe's like, I'm going to take Michelle to my high school. And I'm like, okay, why? But okay. And he shows her like the nook by the library. Like he makes a point to be like, I never hung out in the library, but I hung out by the library. At <laughs> <laughs> least he's honest. <laughs> no, it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Um, and he like proceeds to do like the Aladdin moment of, do you trust me? And like lifts her up on this little like countery type thing and they smooch. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's, that's fine. Cute. How high school of you. I love it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> whatever. <Nah>. Um. <laughs> But then he surprises her and like, you know, is like, would you go to prom with me? And I mm, curious how you felt about this. I want to believe that he like really heard her poem because that's how she feels. She feels like he really heard her poem. I know. And like planned this himself and that this was his idea. And I want to believe it. But I'm also like, or did the producers nudge you into this? The producers <laughs> planned this. Oh, this blah, was blah, not blah. him. We'll None of these know. people came up we'll with their know. own ideas. We'll never know. We'll never know. Manamana. We'll Rodney, never know. Rodney Manamana. said, let's take her to an apple orchard. <laughs> no. No. <sighs> and like, listen, it's a very cute, right? Like they take photo booth pictures she looks amazing in her dress. He looks amazing in his tux. They have the king, prom king, queen sashes. They're dancing. They're happy. I'm happy for them. I just have question marks. <laughs> I did think it was cute, uh, though, that he never went to prom. Yeah. And so she was like the only prom date he'll ever have. I did think that yeah, was really sweet. That it, That is. Yeah. So like. I know, I don't think it was disingenuous. I just don't know if he should have all the credit for coming up with the no. idea. 
but that's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine sorry <laughs> not a problem it's just a challenge what's that from last five years oh my god the next five years last five years anyway moving on the to the next five years <laughs> The evening portion of this, which was just shocking and hysterical in so many ways. (laughs) Like, basically, Michelle is going to meet Joe's mom, dad, and sister-in-law. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Because based off the promo, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, sister-in-law. But then she turns out to be, like, the one who, like, drives the bus. Because no one else is going to drive it. Nobody else. They're all silence foxes. No one is driving the bus. This was... Ugh. This is my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> if I was Michelle, I'd be like, I can't. Just, like, yes just no, knowing because, that no like, one speaks, I'm, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. No one speaks. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> we immediately are confronted no with- No one a- speaks. Anyway. <laughs> Happy days. Happy night. Sorry, I can't. I'm like on one right now, y'all. I'm always, I'm always on one when we're recording. I'm just like, woo. I'm like fireworks. Pew, pew, pew. Anyway. That's that's a pew, reference pew, from last pew. week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> pew, 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 oh, my gosh. But we are immediately confronted. I'm talking nose pressed up against pla- plexiglass confronted, like, boom, with why Joe is the way that he is. Because his entire family are silent foxes. Nobody communicates. Ugh. They are all quiet. Every single one of them. And they're comfortable that way. <laughs> How? In what world? <laughs> Help me understand. And that's fine. Like, if that's truly what the family dynamic is, cool. But it's very, like, stark different from what we're used to seeing. You know, I don't know. I mean, not from him, but just in general. Like, that's a very specific vibe, right? And, like, maybe they were really nervous. I don't know. Like, I think his mom was nervous, which is, like, fair. Especially if you're, like, not accustomed. You're like, okay, I'm going to be on national TV now. Ah, like, I don't blame her for that. But, oh, my God, his dad, Lisa. I love him. He's just like him and Joe sit down to have a conversation. And Joe's like, I bet you got a lot of questions. And he's like, not really. (laughs) And like the only thing that his dad feels the need to say, the only thing he feels the need to say is like, I think you make a lovely couple. That's it. Did he say lovely or loving? Or I can't even remember, but it, that was the vibe, right? It was very like, y'all look great together. Have fun. Peace. I'm out. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and That's then all. he's just sitting there with a smile on his face, and he's just content to be completely silent. Uh, it hurt me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, you have no questions? No. Okay. You have no questions. All right. Okay. All right, all right, all right, okay. Wait, isn't that a, the Macklemore song? I think that's no, Mac- that's no, that's some outcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, you're right, the, you're right. It is Macklemore. You're right, you're right. It's the uh, and that is the put our hands up. We put our hands up with a scenic and old Oh my god, please don't copyright strike us anyway. Um. So that was hysterical to me. Super uncomfortable, but hysterical because like it's genuine, right? It's not like his dad is like uncomfortable or maybe he was, but he was like, this is me. This is it, you know? And I just, so I appreciated seeing it because I was like, oh, now it all makes sense. Now Joe makes sense to me. And I like feel a little kinder towards him because I kind of get it now. Not that I 
approve, like you got to work on yourself and you got to like do the work on yourself. But I was like, okay, this makes sense now. You know what I mean? In yes. a weird way. Um, dear Shandy though, they did point out, Charlene pointed out that like a lot of people said that like they felt like they literally heard crickets. No, no. What we heard was a clock ticking. Cause there was literally a grandfather clock in the room ticking. <laughs> She, like, Ugh. slowed it down to make sure. It was very funny. Anyway. I just, Ooh. I mean, Joe seems really sweet, but he doesn't have a ton of personality. If he, d- like, and when he does, it comes out so fast. You're like, whoa, where did that come from? Right? And then it's gone. And you're like, oh, where did that go? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's a front runner. Not anymore. Again, I'm like, what is happening in these dates? Um, When Joe's mom talks to Michelle... Michelle tells her about how Joe had like talked to her about all of his high school injuries and such. And this shocked me. It shouldn't have. But his mom was like, yeah, that's kind of like a high key big deal that he talked to you about that. Cause like, we never even really talked about that him and I, and I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. I was a gag. I was a gag. I was like, what is with these families? That, like, like what? That's like a, he went through so much. How is it that y'all were just like silent boxes about that? How? Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a great sign that he feels emotionally safe to share that with her. Yeah, huge sign. Great sign. Amazing sign. And can you imagine holidays at their house? Mm. No. No, I cannot. That that would be very painful for Yay. me personally. Because I always Yikes feel the need to fill the space, you know. Yeah. Um, Joe's brother, also a man of little words. <laughs> yes. Like, his <laughs> wife was, was coming up with some pretty relevant jokes yeah. she's like do like, you she's love like, her are you ready no, she's to like, propose <laughs> oh yeah yeah what were you gonna no, say go ahead i was jumping ahead sorry no nope. jump jump go ahead jump jump from where she's like i really hope this works out not just because i'm happy for him but because we are going to see her at the grocery store yes, that killed me. Oh my and her God. husband was like yeah i was like boo give your lady some laughs that was funny and true yeah. yikes that was good luck his- guys Hysterical. I was like, that is a genuine moment if I've ever seen one. I laughed so hard at that. I was like, she's not wrong. No lies detected she's here. Not. not wrong, not wrong. Um, but Joe's response to like, do the, do you love her? Are you ready to po- propose? He's like, I'm falling for her for sure. And he does think that he's going to be ready to propose. And I'm like, okay. And I think he believes that. I do think he believes that. I just like, no. And, like, at the end, he tells her that he's falling in love with her. He's, like, super giddy and happy. And in all of his ITMs, he's talking about getting married in a year. And I'm like, wow. Like, he's really, he's there. Awesome. He really pulled himself forward. Like, he really was vulnerable. But Like, like, his learning curve with vulnerability was maybe the highest. Yeah. So it is really impressive, I think. However, and I'm curious if you agree... Charlene from Dear Shandy. I know I'm shouting them out a lot in this, but like, I really love them. I watch them all the time. Um, She talked about how she felt the kissing chemistry between them has really fizzled. Like she like watched and like, and I kind of did too Hmm. a little bit before we recorded. And I was like, maybe because like, I remember earlier kisses that were really like, "Mm," you know, like full of zings. And now I'm like, not so sure. And I'm like second guessing, you know, um yeah I don't think uh, he's like a super front runner not anymore in a weird way like he took he didn't really do anything wrong he just like this is my family and like you meet the family and you're like okay now I understand why you are the way that you are but like the 
I mean, I don't know. I think it's like, I, and he has improved his ability to communicate. He really has improved that. And the sister-in-law did touch on the fact that she, she thinks that Michelle's good for him because she's that strong personality type. Yeah. Right. But like, for me, I, I can't help but remember like back in the days when Jamie was in our good graces and she really, really appreciated not being the one wearing the pants in the relationship. Cause she always is, whether it's yeah. teaching her students or from what I gather, obviously like I don't know her, but like, I feel like these remaining relationships, she is wearing the pants in every single one, especially yeah. this one. And I'm like, that can wear on a person. And I don't know if that has longevity. It's yeah. gotta be a two way street. I, I just know. feel like Ooh. they're all immature. Yeah. In different ways. And, like, we're going to get to the king of immaturity here with Nate. You ready? Ooh. Go on. <laughs> go on. Flag City Part 2. <laughs> she loves that octave jump. Really yeah. need that woo. Need I need it. Okay. So his idea is to take her paddle boarding, which I guess is something that he does many a time in Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, and he's wearing the same shorts that he did for their boating one-on-one. And Michelle is like, same shorts, huh? So I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. But here was the crux of my issue with just this day portion alone that I thought about, but didn't really know how to put it into words. And then Nick Vile talked about it in his podcast. And I was like, yes, that is exactly how I feel. <laughs> Thank you, Nick Vile. He, w- he basically like brought up how Nate is like, I just want to show... Michelle what life in Austin is like and Austin this and Austin that and Austin 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 and him to him he's like the vibe he gets from Nate is very much so a guy just being casual and living his life and going with the flow and being like I'm just in Austin and blah 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 blah. and to me I'm like but my dude like I have an alarm bell going off because I'm like have you thought about maybe going to Minnesota you know so Michelle doesn't have to abandon her fifth graders maybe because like maybe she doesn't want to do that you know like it, just, it feels very much to me like he's operating under the assumption that she's coming to Austin. Hmm, do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think? What do you think about that? Uh, I didn't really think about that, but... Um, I could be reading too much into it. That's possible. I have a tendency to do that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What it, I, they haven't even had a conversation to even not discuss that, we've seen. that, that we've No, seen. not that we've seen. Not that we've seen. But like... <sighs> Like, and he's very giddy and he's very happy. And I'm like, I'm so thrilled that you're this happy and giddy, but there is, you are only eating <laughs> like the cranberry sauce and you need to be eating the meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the stuffing. There's a lot here that has not been unpacked yet. And I'm very concerned. <laughs> okay. But I think that he's definitely her number one. Don't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Which is. It's no question. Horrifying to me. It's so scary to me i'm like she's like he's like uh, i'm crazy about you and she's like i'm crazy about you yeah yeah and i think she's the giddiest around him she's the happiest around him yep absolutely absolutely and i don't get it me a little nervous it makes you can't help who you fall for right you can't help who you fall for when it happens it happens and i think because to me there were so many red flags in this evening portion And the fact that she kept him around after all of that, like, proves to me that she likes him beyond a reasonable doubt. (laughs) Right. Because she said it herself. Uh, Yeah. What? No. What did she say? Remind me. Basically, just like, if he's not ready and we get to the end of this and he's not ready, I will be extremely sad. Yeah. In the promo. And I think he thinks he's ready. But, like, there is a difference between thinking you're ready and then being in the moment and being like, oh, I'm not ready for this. 
right? Yeah. Like that is a completely different thing. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the evening portion. Um, Michelle, you know, she's just going to meet his mom and his stepdad because like, and they're divorced, but they came together to be here for the, be here for him for this. And I'm like, oh my God, gasp. First off, right off the bat. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Cordial parents. I love that. Um, and, you know, I already said, like, Nate's super giddy and happy and laughy. I love that his mom gave Michelle Canadian candy treats to give to her students. <laughs> Loved that. I thought that was so... So sweet. Thoughtful. It was. And so, like, <laughs> like a cute mom. She's like, I brought you something. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my I, God. <laughs> it's totally something my mom would do. Like, yeah. so overly specific, but yep. thoughtful. Like, yep. I just know that you love pumpkins. So here is a crafting book about how to make cloth pumpkins. It's like, I just thought it was so sweet. I was Very. like, oh my gosh, I love his mom already. Very sweet. But then we basically get to the crux of this. Oh, no, no. Wait, before the crux. Can we just take a minute and talk about how shocking it was that both his mom and stepdad call him Nathaniel multiple I mean, times? Nate comes from? I know, but I was like, Nathaniel? Not Nathan, Nathaniel. And I love that name, Nathaniel. It's so fancy and fun and I love it. But I was like, Nathaniel. And I'm like, but we've known him as Nate this whole time. And I was like, so that was like shocking to me. And I loved it. I was like, Nathaniel. My God, I love it. so fancy. I'm so curious about the spellings. I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I was like, it doesn't matter. I've never seen it spelled that way. And then he spells Nate N-A-Y-T-E. Or is it N-A-T-Y-E? I don't even know. Like, it's a very... I think it's N-A-Y-T-E. It's a very but, interesting spelling. But yeah, they... Yeah. Sp- anyway, doesn't matter. Keep going. Yeah, but so that threw me... Because, like, every time, like, they would say Nathaniel and then Michelle would say Nate. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy town. Anyway, moving on to uh, the crux of the issue, basically. Um, because Michelle has this conversation with Nate's stepdad that we've seen in the promos multiple times. And his dad basically makes two damning points of opinion, in my opinion. (laughs) Right? He says he's never been in love before. He doesn't know the difference between being in love and being married, being engaged. Right? Like, one's a feeling. I think this is a quote. One's a feeling and one's a commitment. And I was like, oh, my God. A truer thing has never been (laughs) more true. (laughs) Oh, God. And, like, the fact that, like, he says that aloud. Michelle still has not. There is not a Michelle-shaped hole in the door, right? Like, she's still sitting there. Um, and then he says that he doesn't think that Nate can get to a point of an engagement and doesn't want him to hurt herself, to hurt her, himself or her. And, and to me, tell me if you disagree, I thought Mich- Nate's mom basically, con- like, concurred, said the same thing to Michelle. Yeah. I mean, I think they both see an immature son who... <sighs> I mean, but this is what bothered me about Nate. Okay, when they're like, me. Nate, what what is it about her? Oh, with the stepdad. When the stepdad that talks you to him, yeah. love about her. And he yep. can't list Oh, I wrote it down. Anything. Lisa, I wrote it down. You ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> because because like and because I agree with you that also bothered me and like that we never got an answer from him that's what like really bothered me which I I think that's what you said but the stepdad I guess his name is Charles says what is so special about her Nate says it's just the feelings that have never been felt before it's also new stepdad if everything is so new how do you know any of it's real and Nate just laughs and says Charles why you got to do this to me which is funny but that's the end of it like that's the end of it yeah he never finishes no no and like and li- listen, like they have a very heartwarming moment here between the two of them, which I think yeah. is important. 
And that's why it gets overshadowed. But the fact that that is never answered, I'm like, my dude, my dude. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. 100- use your 110%. words. 110%. This is, this is important. You need to use your words. Like, he's just not on her level no. of, of self-awareness and maturity and education. Like, emotionally, in and my opinion, I don't think he's emotionally no. where he should be for her at this moment. No. You know, like, there is a lot of work that Michelle would have to do. To sustain this, in my opinion, to like keep this, I don't know. That's just my and opinion. I know it's hard uh, when you're put on the spot of yeah. when you're asked things yeah. like this, but also like. And you're on national TV, list, like that's rough. He couldn't list anything about her? <sighs> Nothing. No, no things. Right. Just that she makes him feel good. Right. And, you know, and but you don't stepdad, even know why. Right. And his stepdad handled it so well, right? He was like, look, like you feel what you feel, like that's valid. But like, you know, you know, which I appreciated the fact that he validated that. He's like, no, 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 listen, like, I get this is like awkward and weird because we don't talk about this. But like, like, that's valid. Like, you feel the way that you feel. But then it just drops. And it makes me so sad because <laughs> I feel like that was a really important question that we didn't get an answer to. We didn't. And I wonder if they did that on purpose. But uh, yeah, that really troubled me. I was like, I just troubled. don't yeah. like him. Like, I don't think that he is <sighs> as great I, as I, she thinks he is. I just worry... <laughs> That he, like, that what does he bringing phase. to their relationship? Do what does he bring? I want you because you're wonderful. Or are you wonderful because I want you? Sorry, Cinderella, Cinderella, sorry. Sorry, that's from Cinderella in case Brandy you don't know. Brandy Cinderella. Cinderella, sorry, 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 sorry. But, but I feel like he's in the honeymoon phase right now, and I just, and that worries me. It worries me. Um, and I mean, we basically have already talked about it, but to me, like the great debate here is like, is it a red flag that Nate has like that? He, he's so uncommunicative with his family, but it's in a different way from Joe, right? Like they just don't talk. They're like a silent Fox family. Right. right. <laughs> Whereas like Nate's family, like Nate doesn't communicate anything with his parents about deep personal topics. Like, is that red flaggy? Um, and he like mentioned it earlier about, but I mean, I don't remember if he talked about it specifically with his biological father or his stepfather. I'm assuming that it's both of them that they never have these talks with. Right. You know? Right. Um, like, is it a red flag that this is seemingly the first time Nate has told his stepdad that he loves him? Yes. Uh, I feel bad about that. Like, I don't want it to be a red flag, but I'm like, you got to work. I feel like Nate's got a lot of inner work he's got to do. Like, he's got to grow up and get out of this inner childness that I feel like he's in. Because I just emotionally don't think that he is prepared for a Michelle yet. But Michelle really likes him, I feel. And she's just going to let it lie and doesn't care. And she's just going to work with it because she wants him. Right. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I, I, do you think? I mean, like, the more I sit with this, I'm like, is she going to uh, choose Brandon? Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird how we got yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird little, you uh, know, wild goose chase. But because I think she least, might choose Brandon. Because isn't because like at least Brandon's family feels like the healthiest option so far between yeah, you know, which is bananas. I did not anticipate this. I'm nope. very shocked. No, no. Oh, and it just it just feels to me like if Michelle picks Nate, it's gonna be a lot more undertaking than she's you know it's going to be a situation again where she's giving 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 to like sort of teach him and train him 
I don't know. That feels like wrong. That feels wrong. I feel wrong saying that, but that's just how I, I just feel like this dynamic is not a healthy one. It's not chance. equally yoked on both sides. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, those were the hometown dates, guys. And now, time to I say goodbye, goodbye. to Rodney. We have loved you so much, Rodney. We love you still to this day and forevermore. You are the best. You deserve the best. Killed me. He was so sweet about it, too. Killed me dead. Killed me dead. But we knew this was coming. I know. We called it. (sighs) But the thing is, I think he knew, but he wasn't sure. So, like, when it happened, he was very stone-faced. And I think that was, again, because he knew it was coming. But, like... He couldn't, like, it hadn't hit him yet, right? And, like, even in the limo, we don't get the emotion. But I said aloud as I was watching this, I was like, this man is going to cry for months. Oh, I know. This man is going to cry for days, for months, I don't know, week. Like, he's going to cry a long time over this. Like, once it hits him, hits him, it's not Mm going to be pretty. He's going to be in a rough Mm -hmm. spot. Unless he knew. Unless deep down he knew. And I'm not sure if he knew. Like, do you think he knew? (laughs) Um... (sighs) I don't know. It's hard to say. He seemed kind of confident going into it. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. But as both of his parents might have been like, listen, boo, <laughs> prepare yourself. No, God, I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, And like, yeah, the way when he talked to her afterwards, he was like, it's not going to be easy for me to get over this. Like, I love you. Did he say that? Yeah, I'm, I'm in did. love with you. Did he say- I'm Ugh. in love with you. <sighs> and that just, was hard. Just twisting the knife yep just and i'll tell you what bugged me just in there sorry we do our own sound effects here on hunger um but i'll tell you what kind of bugs me and it's totally an editing thing but in the couple of promos that we've gotten for the men tell all which is on the 6th of december by the by i believe that's a monday and then there's, like, a long break between that and, like, Fantasy Suites. Like, I'm kind of confuzzled as to what is happening. But, like, we'll make an announcement on Instagram if we, like, have to take a week off or something. Because there, I know there's, like, sports-related things that are happening that have, like, kind of jostled the ABC schedule a bit. <laughs> so, like, there may be a week of No Bachelorette. I'm not sure. We'll kind of cross that bridge when we get to it. But uh, Mental All is on the 6th. And as part of that... One in one of the promos, we get of what feels like an editing lie, like a very Frankenbitten editing lie of Rodney saying, "I'm falling in love with you" to Michelle. But like that can't be real. But it's Rodney's voice, and it's just weird. And I'm like, why would you do that to him? Why would you put him in? Don't do that to him. Like, let him live his life. Like, don't like put that out there as like he's still pining for Michelle. Because I'm hoping that's not the case. You know, like I really hope that he is doing better. And you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Um, the, but here's the rest of that promo. They go just, for the jugular on this they show. They sure do. They don't. They, just they go, don't Pah. hold back. No, they just throat chop you and then walk away. And you're like, ow. Yes, they do throat chop you. <laughs> um, but so in this promo for the Mentel All, it looks like all the villains are back, including Jamie. Um, and in one promo, we get a moment of Michelle telling someone who knows who it is because the camera flashes to Jamie and Martin. Um, and someone else even, I think I'm not positive, but she says, quote, I feel you should be apologizing. Words do matter. And this could be Frank and Mitten together, but it's just, 
So, like, good for her. I hope that she's saying that to Jamie, but I don't know. Cause she could be saying it to Martin. Oh, she could be saying it to Martin. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. <laughs> um, and then please in, bless. Please, please, please let her put Frosty in his place. Please, Frosted Flakes. And then in another promo that I saw, we have a lot of Rick saying that he still has feelings for Michelle. And I'm like, it's been so long. How is this possible? <laughs> Like yeah. when when Michael A did that, it felt real and genuine to me. When Rick is saying it, I'm like, I just don't know if I believe you. I mean, I want to believe you, I just don't know. And I'm like, are you trying to be bachelor? Are, is this your bachelor audition? It feels like your bachelor audition, and I, I don't think, think anyone's buying. I don't think anyone's buying tickets. I think Rick's gonna be on Paradise. Sure, why not? Bring yeah. him there to yeah. burn like a lobster because he's pale like me and doesn't do well in the sun. I'm guessing. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I can totally see him on Paradise. On Paradise. But I'm like, you ain't going to be Bachelor. So, like, I don't no. I don't know. Like, that will be an awkward conversation that I don't want to watch between him and Michelle. You know what I mean? Oof. <sighs> but that's all I, I like, got. don't want to watch this men tell all. I like, don't. I have no, no desire. desire to watch no this No desire. One. Because, oh, because also, Tasha's apparently going to talk about her breakup with Zach during the men tell all. Like, oh, why? Boy. What? What? <laughs> No. <laughs> Why, God? <laughs> Why? It's just, ugh. I mean, if she wants to do it, she's got to do it. You know, you do you, whatever helps you heal and all that jazz. But I'm also just confused by that. So that's going to happen during the mental all. And there's a lot of the original men there. So, I mean, Rodney's clearly there. So it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm not going to be super thrilled, but I will watch it for you nonetheless, listeners. <laughs> We'll be there. We'll be there. And then our dumb Clayton promo. Which, uh, uh, more of the same. More of the same. Like, we've seen this so many times. I will say, though. It looks like we're taking a giant step backwards. Yeah. Like, five million of them. The only thing, I'll say this. The only thing that was interesting to me about this promo was that there was a moment where Clayton was talking to who I'm assuming is the new host. I've totally forgotten his name. Sorry about it. Um... (laughs) I'm sure I'll be reminded later um, where he's like, has anyone ever taken a rose back before? Oh, and I was like, okay, I hope he does. I think it's time to start. That'd be fun. If that hasn't happened. Yes, let's do it. So that was interesting to me. Of course, there was a ton of crying, a ton of catty girls just being catty and yelling at each other. Love the mean girl behavior. And by me, by love it. I mean, I hate it. Uh-oh. This is why I hate The Bachelor <laughs> compared to Bachelorette. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. hate it. Um, and then there was, like, he was crying at one point. I think he says, like, she ruined everything. But I don't know if that's, uh, I could be totally incorrect about that. But so it was, it was a typical, interesting Bachelor yeah. promo. But it's one so much crying many times. Yeah. So, so much, crying. much crying. City on a vi- fire. A, a distinct. <laughs> City on uh, fire. Sweeney Todd. That's from Sweeney Todd, everyone. Sweeney yeah. Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney um, Todd. There is a distinct lack of crying in this season. Have you noticed that? Yes. Or like they would fake us out with tears and then they wouldn't be what we thought they were about. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. But I mean, like I can't Nate's, think of anyone who's crying. Yeah. No, me neither. <laughs> well, maybe Rick. Did Rick cry? Uh, I feel like Michelle's done most brief. of the crying. <laughs> oh. And even that's been yeah. minor. 
Yeah, it's true. Oh, you know who we forgot to talk about was how Brie and Serena showed up in this episode, and that was nice. <gasps> oh, yeah, that was like, nice. Like, I liked that, but, like, you know, they were there to be like, do you know what you're going to do? And she was like, yes. I don't know. Like, it was fine, it was whatever. They're not her best friends. Necessary. Yeah. No, it was not necessary. Um, But, like, huzzah, tally-ho. Love them both. Um, But, yeah, that was it, guys. That, that was the episode. We will be here for the mess that is the men tell all, and then we will be here for the rest of it whenever that happens whenever that transpires we're here we're oh, here gosh. And waiting. um and so y'all know the drill y'all know the drill please 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 give us a follow on instagram hungry roses pod that's where i post gold star tweets or what i call gold star tweets because they make me laugh um from the from the week's episode um also leave us a review give us the five stars on apple give it the uh, yeah sorry <laughs> Leave a review. Give us the five stars anywhere that you listen to us, if that's possible. Apple, Spotify, CastBox, etc. We host off of Podbean, so feel free to visit Aww. us there as well. Uh, send us an email, hungryrosespod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And just a quick shout out. I did check recently, and we had like another review on Apple. It was so nice to see. So thank you. <laughs> we really, yes. It really warms the cockles of our souls. Thank you so much for the review. <laughs> a positive Keep review. Keep so kind. Very kind. So, y'all, till next time, stay hungry and stay emotionally aware. Tell your parents yes. you love them. Yes. Just yes. work on yourself. <laughs> Worry yes. about yourself. 